Welcome to the Loud Thinker Podcast, hosted by the Loud Thinker. That's me. Here you will listen to conversation from a Black, opinionated woman, which makes me above. Conversations will range from highly inflammatory topics such as politics, race, current events, you name it. What you will get are my thoughts, my opinions, my feelings, because I am free from groupthink. So get comfy and enjoy the Loud Thinker experience. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of The Loud Thinker, hosted by none other than yours truly, The Loud Thinker. Today's episode is titled, Black Gender War? So, you know, I have my black male friends from work. It's always from work. Um, But I have my black male friends and we get into all kinds of conversations. Some of them are a little bit more radical than others. But um, yeah, they, 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 they definitely think there is a gender war. Now, let me let me just kind of like backpedal a little bit. Typically, when we have any kind of conversation about you know, the blackity black blacks, you know, uh, you know, I, I tend to have some point of view that's this typically, I hate to say in direct opposition, but like, it, but it is, we just don't agree. And whenever I dissent from something that they are, are saying, they're like, you're making this into a gender war. I'm like, no, that, that's really not true. Just because you don't agree doesn't make this a gender war. So one of the things I like to talk about is when we're talking about uh, the state of black America, right? And I think what they are not understanding is, in general, I actually agree with many things. Just not everything. But I agree with many things. I think where, where the... The, the diff, uh, I don't want to say difficulty. I just think where the angst comes from is when I say things like we need to discuss black women views. And whenever I talk about black like women's points of views, it's always shut down. They don't want to talk about it. And what happens is as soon as you bring up black women, they're like, no, 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 no. I think what they don't understand is in order to move us forward as a race, because they want to move us forward as a race, right? I'm like, you have to address the ailments inside. We can't keep packaging, you know, our our whole blackity blackness up and, and not, you know, like thinking that if we just keep putting this bow around it, that it's going to just take care of itself. So one of the things I had mentioned is like, we have to talk about what's going on with the black woman, right? Like we're, we're, we're not being heard. Like they want us to, to be strong, which I think I had another uh, episode on that um, not too long ago. They want us to be strong. They want us to be all these things, but we're tired of being strong. You were like, wait a second. You want us to advance the race, but we have to start taking care of ourselves too. Because right now, the caring and feeding of the black woman is not being addressed. What happens is, I'm, and this is just my opinion now, I don't, you know, and you can disagree, but I'm like, the black man, love him dearly, 
want us to constantly support him, support him, support him. The whole woe is me thing. And I'm like, wait a second. When are you going to start supporting us? We're tired of being your mammy. We need your support right now. We don't have safe spaces. We don't have a place where we can be vulnerable. We can't rely on anybody. We have to be the breadwinner. We got to be the mom, the dad, the counselor. We're even the face of a movement now. When I'm sitting here watching black women and black children, especially black little girls having to march, and I'm seeing more of the black women now, granted, it could be just what is being shown by the media, but we they can't just keep showing something that we're not giving them, right? When I see more black women leading something, it, it, it resonated within me. A lot of people were empowered by it, but I wasn't. I was disgusted in some ways because I'm like, we got all these black little girls out here marching. Where are our men? Where are our men? Like, how can you not hear that cry? Where are our men? We've got little girls marching. We know what happened in the 60s. We know when they were unleashing dogs and hoses on our people and now we've got women out here not to say that we can't march but where are our men shouldn't they be like hey sis we got this for a second and i'm not saying that there weren't men out there where are our men we are tired we are talked badly like the music is against us I don't want to hear anything about like, oh, well, this is, we're, we're not the ones who are putting the music out. I'm like, but I mean, as far as producing it uh, from a, a record standpoint, I'm like, but if we don't give them the material, there's nothing to put out. If we're not buying the material, if we're not creating the material, then they can't put it out. I'm tired of all of these excuses for why the black man has to speak this level of misogyny and misogynoir towards a black woman. We're tired. I'm not saying the black woman is absolved from responsibility from opening her legs, but we, we sure don't have any black men coming around. And now I say this tongue in cheek a little bit because I know this isn't universal. But when you got a bunch of men thinking it's okay to lie down with a bunch of ladies and have no responsibility in raising that child, it's all falling on the black woman. We're tired. You know, we're, we're having to go find ways to go educate ourselves because we feel abandoned. And, and for those of you who are triggered by this conversation, I get it. No, it doesn't mean all black men. I don't think all black men are like this, but we are tired. Because then our femininity is attacked, okay? If we dissent, if we say anything in opposition, we're angry. And it's not that we don't have rights to be angry, but we can't even say, hey, we're tired. We don't like this without being angry, without being all these other things. Our black men will be the first ones to talk bad about us and sell us up a river more than any other man in any other race. And it's hurtful. So anyway, they say, is there a gender war? Call it what you want. I don't think there's a gender war, but what we're saying is, wait a second, we've got some things that have to be heard. You're saying we have to advance as a race, but we got a people, we have a subset of people within the race that are not being heard. That's a form of silencing culture. 
And a lot of our black men are in denial that it exists because they're seeing things myopically. And if you say anything in direct opposition to what they're saying, they will say that you hate black men and they will say that you're creating a gender war. That's a form of gaslighting. They will lead you to think, for those who are, who are easily persuaded, that you are creating a gender war because you are not, you know, walking lockstep like a lemming with exactly what it is that a black man is saying. And what I say is, and what I challenge is, in order for us to move forward collectively, we got to address the problems internally. They're talking about us getting on the same page. I'm like, how do you want us to follow you when you have yet to lead? We have led. And we know you can lead. And we would follow and walk beside you. We will follow you and walk beside you. But you got to help take care of some things on the inside. You have to take care of things on the inside. So anyway, one of my buddies was talking about, well, the only way to fix the community. Well, I wouldn't say the only way. He said, the way to fix the community is to rebuild a black family. And my my response to that was, well, that is one way. I said, but we have to build us as humans, as people first. You don't want to just rebuild the family if the people are broken. He's like, well, how do you do that? I said, this is just my opinion. There's there's plenty of ways of doing it, I guess. But this is what I said. I said we need to return back to 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 church, and return back to school. Now, for those of you who are not followers or believers in Christianity, then Allah or whatever it is. But I will say this: I am, you know, I'm a believer. I believe in Jesus, so my point of view is is going to be biased. What, but what I'm trying to say is, I believe we need to return back to to God. When we were in church and we had a moral compass, see, morals are taught. You're, you're given your, your, your rules for society, right? You know, um, and then ethics are learned. First, we have to have a common set of, of morals and principles that we follow. Right now, we've got people who don't believe in any sort of higher power. I believe in Jesus, you know, so obviously my my. My mores are going to come from a certain subset. We have people who believe in science as their their um, moral compass. You have people who believe in nature, people who believe in philosophy, or who, who believe in nothing, which is a form of believing of something. But, you know, we, we don't even have a common reference point for how we want to conduct ourselves, how we want to comport ourselves. So I'm like, we have to return to church, and then we also need to start prizing or valuing education, school. Now, when I say returning to school, it doesn't mean that you are less than if you don't have 500 degrees. That's not what I'm saying. But there's something to be said about education. Okay. And yes, I understand and recognize that everyone's access is different. So I don't I don't want to I don't want to, you know, make light of that. But if we had common goals. We have to have a common set of mores. But if you don't address what's happening on the inside, where the black woman is being 
beat down, we're worn the F out. And now you also want us to strap up again and, and, and you know, ride or die for the black man who doesn't even respect us in the media. He doesn't even respect us outwardly. So, anyway, my buddy, he said he thinks that the way to um, fixing the black community is through building the black family. And his way of building the black family was that we needed to possibly look into arranged marriages. <laughs> we had a huge discussion. <laughs> oh, gosh. There are some of you who may think that's the way to go. Let me just make my position clear. I, I don't want there to be any confusion. I do not think that's the way to go. I do not think we need to engage in arranging marriages. And I'm going to tell you the reason why. If we engage in arranging marriages, what happens is we're going to create, I'm going to call it like a caste system within. If you look at, you know, the, the, within our black community, it's not like the vast majority of us are wealthy. So what happens? Typically when you're arranging marriages, well, if you are dirt poor, how likely is it that you're going to arrange a marriage with someone who's rich? Rich people arrange marriages with rich people. Poor, poor people don't have access to that. Not generally. So you're going to have poor people who are going to be, you know, basically just, I hate saying doomed and, and, you know, but the poor are going to continue to stay with the poor, the rich stay with the rich. The wealth gap continues. But not only do I not want to do it because it, it almost creates like a caste system, I don't believe in removing your free will. So now you want me as a black woman to sacrifice more to be arranged with somebody I want nothing to do with for the greater good when you don't even care about the greater good of me. To who has the most, who gains the most? So you're saying this is a gender war because I disagree with arranged marriages? No. He even said maybe there's, we might need to engage in polygamy. He said, no, I don't believe in that. But I'm like, now see, you're just doing too much. <laughs> You are just team too much. But anyway, he's like, but wouldn't this be more towards the, a, a common goal? I'm like, whose common goal? For what? Now you want us to engage in arranged marriages? I'm like, I don't see how that's going to help us because it's just going to relegate a, a group of people to remain poor. Not only do you, now what I didn't say was in the previous conversation, he was talking about us separating ourselves off and just creating our own community, almost as if like we want to engage in separatism. Now, what I would say is this, is not that we shouldn't be looking to work within our own community or anything like that. But at the end of the day, I do serve a God who is super good. And I know that we are all his people. We are all his people. We are all his people. Um, I'm not anti-white people, you know. Um, I do believe it's okay 
to mix races. If that's what works. I don't believe that I should just not be open as a woman to somebody who treats me like a queen. Now, I am married to a black man. So I will say that me speaking, I'm probably biased because I'm not looking to date anybody. But to say that a black woman should not date somebody if they're not if they're not black, I don't know if that's the way to go either. Yes, there's things that come with dating outside of your race, but I would not suggest telling a black woman if you can't date a black man then you should just you know, be single. I disagree with that too. Do we need to re- reconstitute the black family? Sure we do. By arranging marriages, no, we know, but hell no. Because if I had to be arranged to somebody, you know, there were people in my family who were kind of wealthy and there were people who were dirt poor. I was closer to the <laughs> not so wealthy side. So I would have been relegated to, to marrying somebody who was poor. Not to say that we can't come from that, but I feel like if I want to engage in dating somebody who is wealthy or um, what's the word for that when you're dating up and I hate seeing it up. I think it's a hyper, uh, I think it's hypergamy. If I wanted to engage in a hypergamous relationship, I should be able to do that. But arranging marriages, no. Anyway, so black gender war, I, I don't know if I agree with that. I think it's just that because right now black women are dissenting from black men because we're tired. We're like, wait a second. You don't get to tell us all these things. We've been the face of a lot of things. We've had to be the breadwinner. We've had to be the educator. We had to be the child rearer. We had to be a lot of things, the counselor. And now we have high levels of stress in our community because we don't have that kind of support. And now you want us to buckle up and run off into the sunset with you when you haven't addressed the, the, the things that are eating us from the inside. We no longer feel safe. We have felt abandoned. But now, if you once again want us to use our capital, our power to help bring you up, But now I'm like, well, it's not that we don't want to do those things. We need you to step up. We have stepped up and we want you to step up now. And we will gladly support and we will walk alongside you and we'll follow and all those good things. You have to step up. So anyway, no, I don't believe we're creating a a, a black gender war. It's, It's nonsensical. It's just that black men, I personally believe black men are just feeling a little bit more threatened because we're just more vocal now. We're more vocal now. And we're like, you know what? This is the tired of the nonsense. You, you don't get to tell us what's best for us. They like to tell us what is best for us. They're like, and the only way to advance us is if you just don't worry about the things that bother you as a woman. You just need to care about us as a race ridiculous all right guys that's all i have for you today thank you for tuning in i hope you'll come back hopefully this didn't turn you off and if it did it's okay 
This is my truth. I'm walking in my truth. Um, I welcome any feedback, you know, I can learn from anyone. Does it mean that I'm going to change my opinion? It doesn't mean I won't, but this is where I am with it today. Um, and that's pretty much it, guys. Be safe out there and talk to you soon. Take care. That's it, my fellow thinkers. Thanks for tuning in to the Loud Thinker podcast. Whether good or bad takes, one thing is certain. They are my takes. Remember, I am free from groupthink, and something tells me you are too. If you want to hear more from me, my Twitter and Instagram handles are the Loud Thinkers with an S. Thank you for tuning in and see you next time.